Hey cuties, this is Deidre C. Hey cuties, it's Jay Nicole. And welcome to the Queen Team Podcast. A, a place, place to, to cultivate, cultivate your queendom. Welcome cuties, it's so good to be back with you here in this space. We kind of want to invite us all to do a collective sigh. Yeah, Shall we go for it? Breath. Uh, okay yeah uh, the last three episodes have been extremely heavy yeah and talking about things that are number one difficult but hard to move through and we i personally want to extend again um all of my loving gratitude to you tanisha oh, for you. having that courage to share to be vulnerable and to let other cuties see you for who you are um, and not for what you experienced that was very very beautiful thank you yeah and the response we've been getting from you cuties um, how the episodes have affected you um, how they've spoken to you the response has been more than I could even like I all have, only have big smiles yeah <laughs> I don't even know what what words to put with that it yeah. just it warms my heart to know that we are touching subjects that are touching your lives yeah, absolutely. And that's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like because of who we are, Deidre, these topics are going to be heavy. They're going to go to the core mm-hmm. um, because that's what we're here to do. I know I'm here to heal. And, and when you heal, you got to cut out some of the bad. Yes. Um, and, and that's not always fun. It's never fun. <laughs> it's never fun. It, it's, it can be painful. Yeah. Um, but then once all that bad is cut out, you know, and you're sewn back together. What comes out on the other side is so amazing. Like a butterfly. Yeah, just like that butterfly that that we illustrated in the last episode mm-hmm. uh, in healing. Yeah. It has to go through that, into that chrysalis and go through a metamorphosis. Yes, yes. In order to come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. And thank you all for those who supported me. That When that first episode came out, and I had to make that graphic with my ex-husband's face turned into a skull. And I had to look at it every time I looked at my Instagram. I thought I was going to, th- like, throw up. I, I thought I was going to have an anxiety attack. Yeah, yeah. But then when I let myself sit in it, and then when other people said, wow, Janisha, like that touched me. I needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going through the same thing. It it brought me back to life. So yeah. thank you for those who showed your love to me. You know who you are, who've been hitting me up on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially you, Deidre, like you've been such a support to me. And so now we want to kind of... Yeah, shake it off, shake it off. (laughs) And and move towards some positivity. Not that that wasn't positive, it was just heavy. Heavier. You know? (laughs) Um, And this is a little bit lighter. Well, not really. (laughs) (laughs) You've been warned. (laughs) I don't think, think, Deidre, this is going to be like a a twinkle, twiddly, chit-chatty type of podcast. This is going to, you know, go deep. We're going to be hitting them well, every I, time. I really feel like we have the ability to do both. We yeah. can take 
we can be in that space where we are discussing very serious matters and still find some space for laughter yeah. within that. And I think that's really illustrated in the interview that we have to share with you cuties today. Yeah. Yeah. So after this series on emotional abuse and healing from that, we really want to do a follow-up of what some tenets of a healthy relationship look like. What does that look like? And sometimes holding up the mirror of what the standard or the norm should be can even still help people find out, oh, well, this is where I need to grow. Mm -hmm. This is where I need some more grace. This is where I can stretch. And I know for me, with our interview that we can't wait to share with you in just a few minutes, uh, I was I was definitely feeling some of that. So I agree with you, Deidre. I feel like um, you can start to label yourself when that mirror is put in front of you, and that can be kind of scary. And that makes me think of a quote from a woman I follow um, on Instagram named Caitlin Winkley. And she encourages us by saying, life is constantly providing us with symptoms mirroring back to us where we're out of balance, feeling doubtful, someone will say or do something to you that makes you question yourself, feeling unworthy, a client will pull out of your services, not trusting yourself, you will be provided with evidence after the fact that shows you your initial feelings were spot on. You get the gist, right? But this doesn't happen to you because anything is wrong with you. It's not personal. It happens because life is showing you where you are out of balance and what internal muscles need to be strengthened in order to bring you to your highest self. Mm. When we can view life situations as symptoms versus something wrong, then life becomes less personal and more supportive. Life wants us to be our full self. And in the areas that we aren't, life will show us by creating symptoms. Look at the symptoms in your life. Can you gather the data the symptom is providing you with and make the necessary changes to come back into balance with your truest self. Life is always loving and supporting you. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. We'll have to link that in her show notes. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Janisha. That is, I think it's very validating (laughs) Um, just to, to know we were always changing. We are always growing. And that was one of the highlights and the tenets of our conversation today. Yeah. And so without further ado, I want to introduce our guest in the Queen's Chambers. And her name is Sandra Banjoko. And she is a an incredible person who's done an incredible amount with a short with a short amount of time that she's lived on this earth. Uh, she is a chef. She is a dietitian. And right now she is a doctoral candidate for She'll explain it a little bit more in her interview, but right now she's in a a marriage and family therapy program. That's what it's called right now. And she'll be making some shifts that she'll describe in in our Queen's Chambers. But ladies, come on over to the Queen's Chambers. So cuties, we're so excited to have one of our cuties on the show. Sandra Van Joko <laughs> is joining us to chat with us today here in our Queen's Chambers. Welcome, Sandra. Welcome thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. And when I say here, of course, I mean like here studying, but yeah. um, tell us a little bit about you. So Sandra Van Joko, right? Yeah. Um, Currently, I am rounding up my master's and my PhD Amazing. in 
marriage and family therapy, but when they switch it over, it would be my, it would be in systems, couples, and families with a concentration in family studies. Fancy. I just haven't switched it over yet. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. But marriage and family therapy is kind of like where I'm living at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what was another question? What? So what? So Sandra has lived many <laughs> lives and I'm always so proud of this girl and I brag on her all Stop. the time. Um, so in a previous <laughs> educational experience and a previous life, you used to be a pastry chef, a pastry chef, yes? Just a, just just a, a, chef, just chef. a chef chef. Okay, she used to be a chef. And I wanted to know what was one of what what is still maybe one of the favorite things that you like to create uh, culinarily. Is that even a word? I mean, we're it making is today. it. We're it's making culinarily it. up it's, in it's, here. It's happening. In the um, shape, okay? <laughs> that's what we do. We create whatever we want to create. That's right. Yes. The favorite thing ever that gets my mom just like why is anything Chinese or Vietnamese? Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't it. know why. Yeah, but that's my go-to. Hey, every time. those flavors are They're just always amazing. Beautiful, you mm. know, it's always amazing. Like seriously, yes. Yeah, I'm for that. I'm with that life. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank so you. So you know very who much. to call next time you're, you're fixing some of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I also want to know what is your ideal Sunday afternoon? Now, being a student, I can only imagine uh, that you are probably studying. But if you had the ideal Sunday afternoon, what? might you be doing what might that look like ideal sunday afternoon it would be me getting out of here (laughs) far away yes probably i would love to go to like a like a jazz concert happening Mm. out you know um somewhere in san diego (laughs) love that place yes and just like kicking back until it's dark and cold and then like getting ramen after and then Coming back to this hellhole. <laughs> um, but that is, that's probably like the perfect day for me. Mm-hmm. 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 That sounds amazing. That sounds incredible. So we invited Sandra on our show because over our last three weeks, as you may know, cuties, and if you haven't, go back and listen. We were concluding a series on emotional abuse. Um, Janisha shared her story courageously. And we drew some lessons from it in the episode in the second episode, and then in our third episode from last week, we just wrapped up with healing and what that looks like, and taking time to come back into yourself or coming home to you. So we thought with this next episode, we wanted to talk about some of the healthy attributes of a relationship and what that looks like, and um, especially for people coming out of abuse, I can imagine that there's a lot of fear surrounding entering into a relationship where it could happen again Absolutely. because you're like oh my gosh I got hood- I, I got hoodwinked once yeah. how do I know what some of those tenants are because this other feels so familiar mm-hmm. so you had a question Janisha so from a therapist perspective what is your thoughts or your take on emotional abuse in relationships Okay, well, that's heavy. Not gonna lie, I'll <laughs> we told you we're just gonna off. jump right into it. Start from um, <laughs> no, but I think it's something that's really real. It's yeah. actually statistically, it's a pretty common thing, unfortunately, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to emotional. I think when people think about abuse in relationships, mm-hmm. it always comes to physical. Right. Like yeah. It has to be something you can see, right. mm-hmm. but people don't take like psychological, emotional mm-hmm. abuse seriously, and that's a real thing. Yeah. Um. I think in terms of like what I've seen in terms of my work or just like research wise, I think like 
it's just it's so hard because one it's one thing for you to know that you're actually experiencing it and it's one thing to actually leave right Mm -hmm. yes and so um i guess start from the experience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i don't know why i just got on my feelings it's so heavy that this is a space (laughs) for that um yeah um, and I think personally too, like having to watch like a lot of people in my family go through it, it's just, mm. you know, culturally, yeah. Because I'm just like, ugh, like yeah. if I could have stepped in then, but I was yeah. a child, like what did I know? What yeah. could you know? Yeah. Um, but it's real, and I think the biggest thing that comes up for me is just the sense of self. Mm. I think like before in the relationship and after, right? And since we've already talked about the experience of like what happens after. Yeah. And I think a big part of it is coming to a place where you start building up your self-esteem like all over again. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and having mm-hmm. to kind of tear those lies that you've been hearing for mm-hmm. so long and actually see yourself as somebody that's worth it. Yeah. And going through that experience of like healing is so powerful. And I feel for people sometimes because I think that we have an idea of like, oh, once we've left, mm-hmm. just, you know, just pick a better relationship next time and sure. it's going to be great. And yeah. it's like, it's in the everyday things, like yeah. depending on how you interact with your kids or at work, somebody may not like what you did. And it might just be a simple thing that they're saying like, oh, you didn't do that properly. And then it just goes back to mm-hmm. everything you heard from your partner yeah. and just right. every, reliving you know, the trauma. Yeah, yeah. Like all over yeah. again. And it's yeah. just like, it's, it's like a trigger almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't exactly. even realize you have triggers. And I think that's yeah. the main thing like just in terms of like getting to know who you are all over again is really knowing your triggers like Mm -hmm. knowing what are the words that set you off yes what are the things that you know you repeat to yourself like just taking note of those Mm -hmm. things and switching them up you know Mm. um like an example that i hear a lot is like i'm worthless or i'm useless but actually like looking at yourself and being like okay if i was this worthless or useless how did i get all these stuff done right there's Mm -hmm. so much that i've achieved in life there's so much Mm -hmm. i've done even if in the relationship you feel like you weren't you you didn't do anything Mm -hmm. or you didn't have a role or anything yeah Yeah. i think about who you were before the relationship Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and like if you and honestly even in it like going back and just realizing you were resilient Resilient. you were able to handle stuff when you were you couldn't handle it like even just knowing that you know i had strength within me that i didn't even know i had to even endure what i had to endure yes i think like we look back at it and we're like oh shame on me for Mm -hmm. staying there Mm -hmm. and it's like okay but now that you're not can we go back and actually acknowledge the fact that you were strong enough Mm -hmm. to endure what you did, you know, like Mm -hmm. looking for the strengths in yourself because that's, that's some serious stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, and Mm -hmm. to be able to have gone through that, what are the things that you can be like, you know, came out of this, but resilience is the most important thing. You are resilient. And I don't think we give enough credit to resiliency because that's, (laughs) that's real. You know, Yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah. And I think especially as, as women as well for me as a black woman i think we are hardwired for resiliency Mm. um and we are hardwired to just go through but i feel like we need to get away from that i'm gonna go through something Mm. yeah i need to go through something in my life for it to matter or for it to carry weight kind of idea or just to that, normalize it that gives us uh, i feel like as black women mm-hmm. we're labeled with more value because of our resiliency mm-hmm. 
And we shouldn't have to go through all this. I was talking to a mentor about a couple months ago, and she was just mentioning how when white women get married, they don't have the same pressures as we do. Their husband automatically knows like he's going to provide for them. He's going to take care of them. He's going to, they, they don't have that, that same pressure to do it all mm-hmm. as we do. So we're expected to be struggling. Mm-hmm. We're expected to always have some type of struggle. I think it's awesome that we have this resiliency. I want us to get to a place where we're so healed that we are not expected to be so resilient. You know what I mean? Like expected to go through these things without our fathers, with being treated so badly by society, by continuing to have children and not have the support, Mm -hmm. not have the community, Mm -hmm. continuing to go through through these abusive relationships, whether it be mental or physical. Like, I don't want to have to be so damn resilient. (laughs) (laughs) That's real. That's real. That is a difficult space to be in, to have all that pressure. Yeah. And I feel like there is that black woman archetype out there yeah. that black women are strong. You know, this reminds me of, it reminds me of the, um, the election in Alabama, mm. how black women like carried them to success mm-hmm. because then they were able to avoid that one particular politician who was, does anybody, do you know what I'm talking about? No. No. Just but like, it makes me think of um, that There's that, that, that politician, oh, sorry, that, that politician who was, um, like a sexual predator and had this history of dating like 16 year olds and everybody was trying to like not get him in office but he was really supported by the conservative side yeah I remember that this was I a few months that. ago yeah and when the demographic came out it came out that black women were the ones who showed up in the polls to make sure that he didn't get in office oh you okay sorry just, just okay. Stuff. Yeah, I don't know but that's, that's okay you and, know, and so I'm like for everybody was applauding black women because they came out like why the heck do we have to come and like sweep up the mess but you know it's funny because I was listening to what you were saying like both of you and it just kept coming to me about like it's one thing to want something but you also have to acknowledge like where are we coming from right yes because it's the system that makes the issue and if you were brought up in a space where that's what you saw it was the you know and it's funny because um disclosure being mm-hmm. nigerian right mm-hmm. and knowing the culture background that i have mm-hmm. i i feel like a lot of people agree with me that it was kind of just expected the woman had this role the man had this role where mm-hmm. you know the man was the leader of the home basically the god of the home in mm-hmm. my opinion yeah and whatever he says goes right like the woman's opinion yes it matters but not really Mm. I mean, it matters for you to say, okay, I agree, but you're not, you're not really there to have a voice for real. Mm, and mm-hmm. so, and it was interesting growing up watching scenarios where like, cause I was just talking to somebody the other day and they were Nigerian too. And we're talking about, um, physical abuse. Right. And we're talking about a woman who was abused by her husband, mm-hmm. but then she ended up beating her husband up. Yeah. And so while he was recovering in the hospital, he told her, don't tell anyone that I'm here because you beat me up. Right. Mm. And so in her head, she's like, "Okay, whatever. I have to tell them I beat you up anyways. That's why you're getting care. But even the fact that that conversation even happened. Right. And then it was kind of like, 
that's crazy because it's just like you beat me. I defended myself, beat you up. Now you're in a hospital and it's already assumed that I shouldn't even tell anyone this is what occurred because at the end of the day. Yeah. And even her, like, I mean, we're saying like, even if she got kicked out of her home, where is she going to? Right. Back home? Yeah. Where yeah. your parents are going to be like, what did you do to upset him? Like, there's just yeah. a whole like system in place where it's kind of like. You, it's like a badge of honor to be able to have gone through adversity or, yeah. you know, because it's kind of like I am strong and I went through this. And unfortunately, like until you mentioned it, it was just like, that's your weight mm-hmm. pretty much as a woman, as, as a, a woman, woman, you know, and it's like, OK, so you have the right to stand up with the others now because you've gone through stuff, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous yeah. and crazy. Insane. And it's kind of like even in the if we're sticking to like the whole black woman, you know, mindset. I even think, honestly, within that group alone, there's an expectation, there's an idea of what the black woman looks like. So if you're coming from a place of like, well, my parents were together or Mm -hmm. I didn't see anything growing up or I grew up in a good neighborhood Mm -hmm. or actually grew up with money or like you feel like you can't even say that Mm -hmm. because that already like removes you from the black experience. Like you're not worthy of speaking to it, you know. And so you're either labeled an Oreo or something else because mm-hmm. you haven't, you don't have that typical black experience yeah. right? or you don't sound, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. you've gone through it and you can be up here like a Baptist, like worshiper, like talking about like what the Lord has done for you. Yeah. Maybe mine is just Chris Tomlin. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, like maybe that's where I live, you know? And so like, it's just. It's actually like now I'm like, oh, I'm in my feelings because that is so real. I shouldn't have to have gone through so much for me to have a seat at the table. Yes. 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 Because everybody else at the table did not have so many hurdles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like I earn my seat now because I have gone through all this. And now I can, I have identified as the black woman who was, you know, Mm. disrespected. Yeah. And like, you know, and now I've made it, guys. So where's my seat? Right. And back to what you were saying before you finish, you know, explaining the story, but black women have been carrying and pushing everything through in this society Mm. since we stepped foot off of that boat. Mm. Or some have a theory that we were already here, we were native, and then they came and took over. So whatever narrative you believe, we've been pushing since the beginning of time to make things happen around here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm raising my hand. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. That's not my role mm-hmm. in life as a woman. Yeah. My role is a supportive role, mm-hmm. but not a dominated role, mm. a supportive role. So, which is so interesting. Take your place, my king. <laughs> <laughs> because that's so, like, I heard you say, I, I, you know, I heard you say that. And I think what came for me was like, it's so interesting that as you know, we fight against, oh, submissiveness, right? Mm -hmm. Or being supportive. But actually, and you know, from my experience within the black culture, especially as a black woman, it's like I have to be the dominant in the relationship to some degree. Even though I am taught and it's expected (laughs) by, you know, the roles that society has like Mm -hmm. kind of made for us that the man has this role. He's the, uh, you know, in terms he's in charge or he's leading. We're just Mm -hmm. supporting him. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or the egalitarian, whichever one you like want Mm -hmm. to assume. But for some reason, we're the dominant in that role, in that relationship Mm -hmm. in terms of what's happening, what's getting done. How are Mm -hmm. the kids being raised? What do they need? Like, all I fix everything and then I tell you what I did. Right. Right. Yeah. 
and I'm just like, what's Mm-mm. happening? And can we? Bl-? And then again, it comes back to like, how are our men being raised? Dum dum. They're dum. not. <laughs> They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. Are they? They're not. <laughs> and the ones that are, what are they being raised with? Right. You know. Not much. Ugh, that, that's a lot, but I think that's a great transition so, point. Yeah, like, we what? Need to talk. Yeah. So, <laughs> if they, if we are looking at what a healthy relationship is, obviously mm-hmm. it starts with this good upbringing, with great values. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was speaking to someone recently, a little bit about this, and there, there was that mention that there is such a deficit of um, healthy men in our society today, mm. and what. Uh, not just the having the perspective of what a healthy relationship yeah. looks like, but really bringing coming in into a relationship with another healthy person to yeah. make a healthier life. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dang it! What do, so? What do we do? Yeah, <laughs> so how does know, that work? What does that look like? We don't even have to. I feel like that in and of itself is a whole other podcast. I was like, I could talk about that for hours. Yeah. Because then we're talking about attachment oh, and how God. you're drawn to the people that yeah. you're, you, like, how yeah. you're, you know, depending on how you were raised. If you're raised in an environment where the your caretaker wasn't present and you had to always seek their attention, oh you gosh. are going to become that person in the future that w- would go after someone that you have to pursue right. all the time for their attention. If you were taught yeah. to withdraw to protect yourself yeah. in a relationship, you are going to be that partner that has to withdraw mm-hmm. to protect yourself because we, we, you know, we show love and we receive love as adults the way that we were taught yes. during those first 18 months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and oh, I mean, that's exciting. And also like, dang it, did I miss my opportunity? <laughs> No. What the, I'm just yeah. No, because what is learned can be unlearned. That's very you true. You just gotta start now if you feel like there's anything that's hasn't been any intrinsic needs that haven't been met. Right, right. You know? And knowing the, what those needs are. Yeah. Yeah. That's step one. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So bringing it in a little bit because we can again we can yeah, talk about and, and I think we need to <laughs> and I think we will, you yeah. know, um coming soon talk about raising children and, mm-hmm. and motherhood and parenthood. But I um, found this con- these two contrasting uh, diagrams. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed a big word in my life <laughs> to help me. Um, but and I posted this on on our Instagram. But mm-hmm. one is a toxic slash abusive relationships. It's a power and control wheel. Mm-hmm. And um. the the contrasting is healthy relationships. And in the center is respect in the healthy relationship. Then going around the circle is accountability, safety, honesty, support, cooperation, and trust. Mm. So that was what my mindset was, is coming in today and kind of talking about some of these things and what actually makes a relationship healthy. How can you know that you're in a healthy relationship? And I know a lot of that has to do with the self, right? How you Mm -hmm. were raised and how you think and feel about yourself. Yeah. But considering that that part is already done, uh-huh. now we're looking for a partner from our healed, whole, healthy place. Uh-huh. What should we be looking for? Okay. What should the dynamic be in the relationship? Okay. First of all, I would like to start by saying that the idea of like being healthy, I think it's a process. Right. And I think sometimes we like belittle ourselves or you know kick ourselves for not being the perfect ideal mm-hmm. of what healthy looks like. But remembering that in a relationship, the goal is that both of you are working together to create this healthy balance right I like that so I just wanted to throw that out there yeah but 
I love that wheel because respect is right in the middle. And right. I think that's just so fundamental. If you're not in a relationship where you feel respected, mm-hmm. please leave. There's yeah. just no point. It's not going to grow over time. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not going to come to respect you a year in when he realizes how awesome you are. Yeah. Yeah. Get the yeah. hell out. Yeah. yeah. Because if there's no respect, it's done. Like right. respect is the only thing that holds you in a relationship that actually creates security okay. if there's no respect there's no way there's going to be security because yeah. how can you be yourself how can you live how can you thrive in an environment where you know you have no right to speak your mm. voice is invalid you're unheard there's just no point that's not safety that's fear yeah and everything you do from there it's to you know either it's for the other person you mm-hmm. have now removed yourself from the equation of the relationship right yeah. now you're just a you're a caretaker right. you're no longer part of the relationship in itself so respect is so huge please if you're not being respected there's no point um and but, you, wait, wait yeah. even to like break it down a little bit more tell us yeah, a little bit so those tenets of respect because sometimes respect? that's you yeah know, and i think it's that's true i think respect is can you make how can do you have an opinion Mm-hmm. First of all, I think when we think of that, we're like, oh, yeah, I, I can talk. No, like if you have an opinion, is it heard? Mm-hmm. Does the other partner I'll go- give you a space like to be like to disagree? Let's mm-hmm. even start with disagreements. I think that is like one of the telltale signs of if you're being respected or not. Mm-hmm. You can have an argument. I hate fights because fights are aggressive, mm-hmm. but you can have an argument. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and you might, you guys may not even agree. You may get heated, whatever. But at the end of the day, are you calling each other names? Are mm-hmm. you belittling each other? Is he telling you that you're a bitch and stuff like that? Yeah. Like all that, like, yeah, he said in the heat of the moment, he didn't mean it. No. He meant it. He, no, it's real. It's yeah. real. That's how you're being seen in that moment. Even if it's not, that's how you're being seen when the going is good. Right. When those negative moments come, you are a bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is how you are seen, you know? Yeah. Um. And you know. And yeah. One word can come out when you're heated. Whatever. Well, do you even apologize for saying yeah. those words? Is it right. a thing that you come back to? And you're like, I will never say that again. And you make a point of never saying it again. Yeah. Like even in like telling someone like, okay, I notice you do this. I can't stand it or whatever. Or this is something that actually pisses me off. Or whatever. Does that partner actually take what you're saying into account? It's like you know what? Because I value this relationship and I value you. Right. Let's see how we're gonna work on this together. At the right. end of the day, if there's no space for a, an idea of a partnership to exist, mm-hmm. then you have to ask yourself, what am I doing here? Right. Right. right? And mm-hmm. I think it's just the little things. Just are you being heard? Are you being valued? Are you being respected? Mm-hmm. If those three things aren't in the equation, I I. I don't know. Mm-mm, it's a no for me. Yeah. It's no. A no for me. No. Because mm. you should be able to have a voice. Yeah. Yes. That should be the safest place for you to be yourself. Yes. And if you have no safety, yeah. there's no respect. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So that that lets us know you have to know who you are first. Oh, my gosh. Right. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And 100%. We got, we're going to talk about that next week. So let's, let's talk a little bit about some of these... Um, topics on this wheel yeah what what do you feel um we could talk about trust cooperation support i think trust is built from the respect that is already there and the security that you have and trusting that you know and i think there's also this i misplaced idea i don't know where we got it from maybe it's for our idea of romanticism mm-hmm. where it's kind of like you should be able to just throw everything out there and you should just accept me i think when a relationship is beginning you should like give a little bit of yourself each time mm-hmm. and see how they handle it you yeah. know you shouldn't just like throw everything out there and be like what are you gonna do with this i mm-hmm. think it's 
I, how did I put this to a friend? I said, if you're in a relationship where you have to constantly prove to your other person that you deserve to be in the relationship, mm-hmm. that's so messed up. Yeah. Give you us sh- an example. Of so what that in the example like. of like, I'm dating, I'm dating someone right now. And then, um, every time in the relationship, I have to prove that you should stay with me. Don't go with anyone else. This is why I'm perfect. This is why I'm great. This is why. Mm-hmm. If the person that I'm with is like, I, I, I want to leave. Let them go, you yeah. know? I shouldn't spend the rest of my relationship trying to prove my worth to you yeah. for you to pick me and for you to keep me. Yeah, Like, no. And that's where it comes to, like, knowing yourself, but also having the self-esteem to know that you are worth it. Let that person prove to you why they deserve to be in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? The same way I'm still proving to my significant other why I should be in their life, it's a thing, like, every day I'm proving my love, I'm proving my affection, but I, it shouldn't become a thing where I have to prove why I should exist. Like, you know, it's kind of like, it's one thing when it's like, oh, like, you know, I'm here for you. I'm not going anywhere. I'm committed. I'm loyal. Like, just showing you, just showering with, like, you know, words of affirmation, if that's your love language, or gifts, if that's your love language, right? But it's one thing for me to keep telling you, like, in a place where, like, the idea of you leaving me is just so like intense. Like I'm mm-hmm. just so afraid of you yeah. leaving that if you leave, I have nothing else yeah. Yeah. to the point where I have to like downplay what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. downplay my emotions, like treat myself less than in the relationship yeah. mm. to prove to you that I am worth it. Yeah. Yes. And that's exactly what I was doing in my relationship. Yeah. I was trying to prove over and over again so I would do crazy things like let people live with us for a little while people Mm -hmm. that he cared about who were like having a hard time you know and thinking back on it that wasn't safe for my kids Mm -hmm. yeah that was not a safe bet I was only trusting him that these people were safe I didn't know them them. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that they were safe I don't know that they wouldn't creep up in the middle of the night and molest or hurt my kids or hurt us Mm -hmm. and I think that that's why we're having this conversation is because like wait a minute let's take a step back Mm -hmm. and and see what's supposed to be happening yeah you know and if you don't mind I could even use that example Mm -hmm. in using the same wheel right that talk that that handles trust communication and respect the fact that in that relationship you'd have you should have felt respected enough to know that i can i have an opinion right you should have been able to communicate that this is how i feel and if the partner respected where you were coming from and out of the love for your kids would have been like you know what i hear you i guess we just have to figure something out what can we do Mm because i really want to help these people right but how can i help them right and i think the opposite could also be true in terms of when people would be like well you know like hearing this could be like but where do you come compromise in the relationship because now you're saying your needs are higher than his maybe he wants to help people out yeah you can help them out yeah we just have to find a find di- a, a different way, way to help them way. and that's, that's where, where the compromise is yeah and that's where mm-hmm. it comes in and that's because both of you communicated that this is how i feel this is how i feel okay let's how do we find a middle ground where both of us can still be valued still be heard and still be respected mm-hmm. and be comfortable with whatever decision exactly. is made both people should be comfortable and we even did that yesterday when we were trying to decide what topic we wanted to choose right mm-hmm. to even like these topics like yeah. okay you had your idea i had my idea but we both came together and then there was excitement mm-hmm. you know because this came up with a brand new plan yeah right? we came up with the plan that we were both really excited about and mm-hmm. and i think that's the point 
you coming up with a plan that you both are happy and excited and feel secure mm-hmm. about not mm-hmm. so, not feeling like okay well I'm just gonna go ahead and concede this time yeah because I love you okay mm-hmm. after a while I conceded so much to where I was gone yeah 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 I was gone after a while. Yeah, and in therapy, we use this word called differentiation. I love it because that that changed my life. Yeah, and, tell us um, about that. Yeah, yes. so it's basically this idea. It's called. It's from this Bowen modality, and it's basically layman's terms. It's basically the idea of do you respond or react to mm. other people, right? So the idea of that, what we, how we tend to react or respond to like things is mm-hmm. based on how we see ourselves. Mm. So if I see myself, if I'm at a level of differentiation where I'm a little bit, how do I put it? Where I kind of need the, um, the validation from others mm-hmm. to feel secure in myself. Yeah. Everything I do would be more of a reaction, will be more of a reaction versus a response. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, if someone tells me, I don't like what you do, what you're doing, I don't actually agree with that. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like in that moment, you've now attacked my inner self? Mm-hmm. Like, Oh my God, now you're rejecting me. Right. Like right. now this is a rejection of who I am versus if it was an issue of like, Oh, you know what? They don't like what I did. That's okay. Mm-hmm. How can I, okay, how can I be better? How can I fix that? Right. How you respond to things. Right. And, and, and taking your own personal responsibility. Yeah. And say, mm-hmm. like, maybe I, I don't need to fix this because that's more of a projection maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is, that's for you, but I see where I was, you know, or I can improve or where, you know, you hold up that mirror and I can identify mm-hmm. something where I want to improve or a growth exactly. area that needs some attention. Mm-hmm. And it affects how you put, talk about stuff too because yeah. if you feel like, in this, if I if I feel like okay, I'm in a place where like my self esteem is so low that the thought of even telling you how I feel, I'm already fearing rejection from the beginning, or mm-hmm. feeling like it's not articulate enough, or it's not yeah. good enough for you, or like maybe now I have to go write a letter because you told me that I don't speak well enough. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like maybe if I wrote it down and gave it to you, maybe that would right. be better because or not be interrupted while I'm trying to talk ex- to you <laughs> and make my point. <laughs> And now, uh, and now yeah. we're off topic, and we're yeah. not on. We're not at all talking about what I originally. Now it's about you, up. right? Yeah, <laughs> and so again, that's called gaslighting, <laughs> very much so. And a lot of people are doing it. I'm yeah. calling all y'all out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's just it's just yeah. And I and I and I've been in a situation where I was gaslighted, and I you know, and you leave the situation, and you're just like, what? The but f- I who, yeah, like, like what? what? It what? wasn't even my fault. Like, yeah. why am I apologizing? Yes. Yes. And then you're like, what the, what? <laughs> you know, like you're sitting in a corner. You're just like, wait a minute. How? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're the <laughs> asshole here. It's right. not me. Like, right. how am I in this corner crying right. because of something that wasn't even my fault? Like, yeah. now we're not even talking about the situation. Now, now you're just telling me that I'm dumb. Right. Well, yeah. but the thing is, like, when people aren't in their most healthy estate you don't even go through all that process yeah. you don't yeah. even you're unable to delineate exactly that hey wait a minute you you can't it's hard for you to <laughs> figure that out it. it was like one of them cartoon like bugs buddy wait a minute <laughs> but you know the funny yeah. thing is like because but our bodies are so reactive no yes. matter what mm-hmm. yes. a part of you know something yeah. is wrong yes but yeah you just can't you're just not in that place to actually like process what the hell just happened right. yeah. and that's why like for me i always tell people like after an argument before you like even like even in like 
you know what? Maybe that's when you're just like, you know what? Let me just step aside and I'll come back when I've cooled down. And in that cooling down, mm-hmm. just actually process what the hell just happened. Mm-hmm. What, what, what made you say what you said? What did, what did they say? Like, what were they trying to say? Whatever. Mm-hmm. So when you go back to be like, okay, about that last heated argument that we just had, what was that about? Like, do you even have that conversation? Right. You should know? be able to feel like you're safe to bring it up bring again. Bring it up again. Mm-hmm. If you feel like in a con- I should be able to continue to talk about this until we are both satisfied. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, you're not tired of me. We about to talk about this tomorrow again until we come to mutual understanding. (laughs) But then that that goes back to, of course, the more history and the more time you put into the relationship, then you should be able to recognize your patterns. Exactly. Because you're consistent. Patterns are, you know, the withdrawer. You know the pursuer. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a it's a thing. You know whatever yeah. the situation mm-hmm. is, like who's gonna be like the person chasing, who's gonna be the person like exactly. you know, like you know. <clears throat> and and the, what this topic is really about, because it's yeah. never about the thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. The problem the, is never the, the problem. Issue at hand. Yeah. 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 And so but yeah, just and that's mm-hmm. why it's so important to know yourself and actually love yourself enough to think like I am actually worth it and yeah. I deserve to have my verse my voice be heard. Yes. And if he yes. doesn't want to then we get therapy or do something about yeah. it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. fix this because this is ridiculous. Yeah. But but that also takes a healthy person. You yeah. Know, like some, it was some yeah. healthy person within like whatever those normal yeah. ranges of healthy mm-hmm. are. Because if you can admit that there's a problem and you go, you have to go get help. You do. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes in emotionally abusive relationships um, that when you go get help, there's still no acknowledgement or responsibility that wants to be taken. Yeah. You know, well, and there's not. still no desire for change because then that shifts yeah. the dynamic of the relationship right. where the control is, uh, it's, there's an inability to control the other person. That's true. Well, then that, that comes, that has to help you come to the conclusion that this has to be over. Mm. Mm. As much as you may not want to accept that, yeah. if you're in a relationship and they're not taking responsibility mm-hmm. and accountability for their actions and what they do to bring unhealthy uh, balance or unhealthy tenants into the relationship, there is no relationship. Dum, dum, dum. It's just you <laughs> trying to do whatever they want to make them happy, but mm-hmm. they'll never be. Mm-hmm. And you, excuse me, and you have to be able to know. He know when to hold him. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. Like you gotta know. Yeah, you gotta know. You do. And I think what you said is so important. I think it's it's also interesting because how you go into relationship is not how you know you evolve over time. Yes. And I think that is so interesting because you would hope that the person that you say okay for better or worse that we're evolving together. Yeah. That's the goal, right? And for those that are not married yet, make sure you can grow with him. If you yeah. can't, yeah. ah, ah, no, ah, no, you know. But then how would somebody know that? Like, what does that look like? How, what would some, somebody who is really trying to be intentional about moving into a yeah. healthy relationship, what are some of the tenants or what are some of those like ding, 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 and ding? And I think, and to, to know that honest, you can grow with that person. And to be honest, I don't, I know some people may come for me, but it is what it is. If we're calling it for what it is, when you were dating that person, you when know. you were engaged to that person, you knew. Yeah. A part of you knew. There were yeah. things that you may have been like, you know what? The Lord changes. <laughs> like, you know, or you, could, or you could have been like, oh, you know, by the time we're married, it should change, right? He's not, he's not going to keep sleeping with people, you know? 
You know, I mean, like when we're, you know, when we're committed, you know, like maybe he'll stop. Like the, all these excuses to kind of. Yeah, when you, you know. you've made up excuses for his behavior, mm-hmm. even the way he treats you, like how he'll be like, no, we're, you're heading now. he will be like, go change that dress. Like little things like that. Mm-hmm. Like you experienced it and you were like, oh, but he loves me. I guess, you know, yeah. he's so passionate, you know, that when we, when we fight, he gets all angry and his fists go up, but he doesn't touch me. Chick, Mm-mm. if his hand goes up and he doesn't touch you, you better run. Mm-hmm. You know? It will. Yeah, you yeah. know? So just like all these little things are like, oh, he hit me one time, but it was just this one time. He never hit me again. Like, you know, just little things that we like make excuses for. Like, oh, you know, like he never paid for my meals or whatever, or he never bought anything for me. But it's okay because, you know, once we're married, he said he will take care of me. So for now, I'm just going to pay all the bills and I'm just going to take care of him. And he can stay in my house whenever he like loses a job or, you know, mm-hmm. because when, you know, because he all he needs is a good woman who's going to support him and, right. you know, help Love him, him grow through this. and help him through this. And after this, we're going to be golden. Not check. After this, he's going to leave you for somebody else, get married to her within four months. And now they're having yeah. a baby yeah right? after your six years of helping him out right mm. Ooh, ooh. but that's ooh. a whole nother story, ooh. Whole nother story. <laughs> it's so. getting deep <laughs> or even something more subtle yeah because i blocked somebody yesterday for doing this Mercy. <laughs> i just i just met somebody on match.com yeah you asked me for my number mm-hmm. we're in the middle of a conversation mm-hmm. and then i ask a question and you take an hour to write me back blocked we're done mm-hmm. because if you don't have the wherewithal already to say, hey, I'm going to step out for a second. To uh, just say like, oh, be I'm courteous. Right. Okay. To say, you know what? Um, or even when you come back, I am so sorry. I know you, you know, you just at, because we're establishing some stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you have the grace and I know you, mm-hmm. but right now where we're trying to establish, I'm trying to establish your character mm-hmm. if you're worthy of my mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. because my time is my time. Yeah. Not that I was sitting by my phone staring at it, waiting for the next text message to come in, but I'm starting to feel a little bit anxious. Like, why is it taking you so long to text me back? Are you having the same conversation with three or four other girls right now? And that's why you couldn't get back to me. So having that wherewithal to respond to your text messages Mm -hmm. to let you know if some plans change Mm -hmm. to uh be courteous of your time Mm -hmm. like this is my time that i'm spending here trying to build something with you yeah so if already on day one conversation one Mm -hmm. nah you're blocked so for that for you that's a deal breaker moving forward in terms of like the immediate like getting to know you like, if you feel that way. There was other stuff that happened okay. before that. Okay. That wasn't just like, okay. you know, that, the only, that wasn't okay. the only Train thing. Point. But I'm already con- connecting the dots. I'm connecting the dots because uh, I'm not okay. going around this merry-go-round ever again. Mm. Those children of Israel walked around that mountain for 40 years. <laughs> that's I'm, not your story. I'm not going to. That's not, that's I, not I walked your story. around my mountain. <laughs> I've been years. walking around yes. my mountain my whole life. Could have taken so, you a couple days, but right. 40 years. Yeah. So yeah, now right. moving forward, uh-huh. I'm not saying I don't have tolerance mm-hmm. for anyone's, you know, because I, I'm not perfect either. Yeah. But the first day mm-hmm. was already a problem. I'm mm-hmm. already start. There's already stuff popping up in my head. Yeah. And I know that could be me like being way too. Uh, maybe I'm jaded. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Uh and I'm addressing those things, Uh but nah, I'm following my intuition. Mm. I'm following my intuition. I'm listening to someone's conversation. I'm listening to how they're responding to me, how they're responding to the things that I'm telling them about my life. And I'm like, "Mm -mm." and now you 
just spent an hour uh, not answering my question. Hmm. Nah, well, I'm, well, you're blocked. Because now you're like, I know better and I'm not doing this again. Because I've done that before. I've done that before where I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to give them a little bit more time to text me back. And then now that's the pattern in our relationship where you think you can not respond to me. Mm -hmm. If I'm able to respond to you and say, hey, I got to step away for a second, then I expect the same. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. let's move on because now we're talking about honesty. Honesty is communicates openly and truthfully. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I agree. I feel like there has to be space for that, for mm-hmm. you to communicate openly and honestly. If I'm coming to you with the situation mm-hmm. that I feel it, it needs to be addressed, I'm not going to be honest if I feel like I'm going to be shut down. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, or not received or or you're going to try to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not always try to defend ourselves. Just hear me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I think even knowing that even if you are in a relationship where you feel like that, Because, like, again, we said patterns, right? Where you feel like, okay, what automatically happens is you say something, he, like, withdraws, he watches TV, now Mm -hmm. you're in your feelings, now you go to the room, now you're kicking laundry around because you're in your feelings, Yeah. right? So even in that, being able to be like, you know what, it really upsets me when... I'm trying to talk to you about this thing and I don't feel heard, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I would really like to have this conversation with you. Could you please give me at least two minutes of your time to just talk about this? Like even putting yourself in a place where you can even have that conversation, right? That's the courage to be vulnerable about those feelings. Yeah. Those I statements are very important. Mm -hmm. Don't say you are, you know, and like creating, because if you keep like attacking me, I get defensive and I don't even want to hear you. Right. Because, because I think like, even when we're having these conversations, I'm very big on like, okay, yes, we deserve better, but what are we doing though? Mm -hmm. You know? And if you're creating an environment where there's no safety too, Mm -hmm. both of y'all are never going to have a conversation. Right. Yeah. So also being courteous as well is really important. But if that's a relationship where you're in already and you feel like you don't have a space or whatever, by trying to create that, like starting that, you know, and and seeing if they pull back or they come with you, Mm -hmm. you being patient with it and trying to encourage it. Because if you if you're if you're trying to introduce something that has never been introduced before, there's going to be pushback. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a learning curve. Yeah. Mm Because your system is already learning how to, you know, survive homeostasis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is how we do it. So if you're out here trying to bring in something that we've never had before, I'm going to be like, what the hell are you bringing? Mm -hmm. I don't eat broccoli. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And so it's a thing you're going to have to dress it up, maybe with something else or maybe hide it in something else yeah. or mm-hmm. you know cover it up in a dish or something where they're like oh what was that thing i just you know mm-hmm. oh that was broccoli mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and so just like being it. sensitive to that yeah i love that i mean what the um one of the things that comes to mind is like an example from the show this is us and I still haven't watched that show. Mm. I know, I know, I know. I haven't. I don't watch it either. I know it. <laughs> okay, so maybe this, this. Well, if you don't watch it and you haven't ever seen it, maybe yeah. my example is not rele- relevant. But but a lot of people do. For so. the cuties who are out there, um, there is a moment. There is one fa- one family in the show. Do you know the premise of the show? Yeah. Okay, so there's one family in the show. Uh, Randall and Beth. They are the most stable. Well, they are the most normal family um, out of all of the different scenarios ish. And so Randall and Beth have this really incredible. Um, healthy marriage, at least on the screen, mm-hmm. and um, all of you get to—they portray very intimate moments between them. Mm-hmm. And one moment that really comes to mind, especially while you were talking about this honesty moment, is that they had—they um, were in the process of fostering a daughter, and they okay. have two of their their natural daughters, and then mm-hmm. they have an older foster daughter, and they're getting ready to go in to talk to the foster daughter together. And 
like they call this honesty moment mm. and in this moment where they like no judgment all judgment is set aside mm-hmm. they kind of just you know spew whatever their feelings are in this moment and like for five minutes they go and they verbalize all the crazy that they're thinking mm-hmm. like with those worst case scenario mm-hmm. and it was crazy stuff okay mm-hmm. stuff that you feel sometimes like if you tell another person they would be like like uh, are you all right? <laughs> you yeah. know, but it was just like, well, if we want to go in there and talk to her, but I'm afraid to keep her because she's going to turn our, you know, turn our kids into gangsters mm-hmm. or, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that where it probably won't happen. Yeah. But because of it, because that that space, they they were able to feel more confident and feel more like a team mm-hmm. before they approached this big, um, this big hurdle that they're trying to overcome because they were able to get out their their irrational fears Mm -hmm. but also while bonding them together i'm just like yeah that's awesome dude that's pretty cool yeah yeah and so that leads us into safety Mm. oh yeah totally yeah yeah so (laughs) (laughs) perfect segue yeah So yeah. safety is is three things according to this will. It's refusing to intimidate or manipulate. Amen. Respecting physical space. Mm-hmm. Expressing self nonviolently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that example you gave about that couple is literally what it is. Right. The fact that you can, because the thing isn't like being so, and I think when people like think about what, healthy communication looks like it looks like really safe Mm -hmm. in the sense of like you should be able to be you know just you say things in a way where it's just like pretty articulate and no one's feelings get hurt i think it's just acknowledging like this is how i'm feeling Mm -hmm. this is how i am feeling right you know and i just want to let you know how i'm feeling Mm -hmm. and this is what i'm hearing from what you're saying Mm -hmm. is this what i'm hearing Mm -hmm. you know and being able to even create have that space where you can like say exactly how you feel where you're still respecting your partner in the process yeah. right, right right like but you're still being able to be honest and be authentic to who you are yeah i, I think for me safety is authenticity mm-hmm. it's like being able to have uh, being authentic and knowing that person can handle it right mm-hmm. and yes. just being in that space right um and so yeah they may not agree with you yeah they may not like what you're saying but do they believe that the relationship you guys have is worth it one mm-hmm. are they secure in it Knowing that, okay, even if I say this, I still want you. I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I'm still committed. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. This is just a we're just this is just a little bloop in our relationship, yeah. and we're gonna figure this out, you right. know. Right. And what does it take to figure it out? Because right. I want to fight for this, right? Um, but that safety and honesty is just is just literally the same thing to me in a yeah. way. Because mm-hmm. if you're not honest, then is there really safety? And if there's no safety, can you be honest? Yeah. Right. 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 Something uh, that came to mind while you were talking is this misconception that a relationship should always feel good. Oh, God, no. Uh, Is that real? No. Yeah, thank you. I feel like the purpose of a relationship at its core Mm -hmm. is for both of you to push each other to be your best selves. Yeah. So I'm going to have to say something to you that you're probably not Not going to like. Mm -hmm. You're going to get your feelings hurt. Your Mm -hmm. ego's going to be bruised or damaged. But because I've created a space, a safe place or a safe space, Mm -hmm. now we can, I'm here to support your healing in that area. Yeah. And our relationship was just a mirror so that you could see that, hey, you need to grow your character in this way. Yeah. 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 And see, I feel like sometimes when we hold that mirror up instead Mm -hmm. of saying, oh yeah, I recognize that Mm -hmm. it kind of gets, um, 
tossed to the side right. because that person, especially in unhealthy relationships, yeah. don't want to see that. They right. kind of turn it back on you. They right. don't want to take the personal responsibility right. uh, in order to make those changes. Or they, yeah. they take it personal. Oh, there right. must be something about me. Or you're rejecting me because you're saying these mm, things. Right. But that goes back to having a healthy partner. Right. Too. Yeah. yeah. But that's where the communication breaks down, I feel, when you bring a problem to someone because it's no longer about trying to fix the situation. Uh-huh. It's about me trying to not feel bad. Yeah. Right. Or make the other person feel bad sometimes. Feel better, or it, yeah. I'm, I'm saying if I'm receiving the bad review, right. oh. it's now becomes I'm trying to defend myself now. Yes. And I'm no longer able to address your concern because now I'm, I'm wounded. Yeah. Because yeah. you've taken it so personally yeah. that yes. that person's critique of something has now, it's now that person's view of the whole of you right. versus just one area of your life that could work out in a different way that they're yeah. pointing out. Mm-hmm. But now you're hearing, I'm not worth it. I'm not yeah. good yeah. enough. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. here for you. I'm yeah. not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not a good enough man or mm. I can't, I'm not a good enough woman. Like you're right. leaving with these messages. That was not even the intention. Right. And I think you just literally just answered the question of what does it look like to know that that you're in a relationship where both of you can evolve together yeah. is can that happen right you know right. because that's growth I want to be in a relationship where I know I can call you out on your BS you can call me out on my BS and yeah. we talk about it and we move on you see me doing it again call me out I see you doing it again I call you out because right. I want us to do better and right. be better right. and yeah. there's no other place where you can learn and grow so much than in a relationship yeah in a marriage like mm-hmm. this is someone that's in you sees how you poop like sees how you wake up everything right. and they can be like bruh uh <laughs> let me tell you before somebody outside tells you yeah this is an yeah. issue right right and before you should have that to- yeah <laughs> yeah you know like before you lose that promotion that you wanted before you're um, not able to attract the clients in your business that exactly. you want before you get up and go talk and raise these kids mm-hmm. like before you go get into another argument with your mama <laughs> like let's just let's talk know, yeah let's just... talk let's have the safe space here for mm-hmm. us to both heal yeah and that moves us into support yeah so support means you support each other's choices, mm-hmm. uh, being understanding of one another, offering encouragement, mm-hmm. listening in a non-judgmental way, Amen. and then valuing the other's opinions. It's beautiful. And, and I feel like it goes goes right along but with what you're saying also about accountability. Yeah. Right. It's also in that wheel to like be able to call people out, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but also feel supportive enough to understand and help as those changes are being right. made. Um, creating the space for that. Of yeah. course, nobody's ever going to get it perfect the first time. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But still being grace filled and um, and well, I don't know, can they better accept supportive as they make those changes in their right. life? Yeah. And accountability is two things: admitting mistakes or when they're wrong, mm-hmm. and number two, accepts responsibilities for behaviors, attitudes, and values. Dum dum dum. Yeah. That what you said, personal personal responsibility is huge. Yeah. If you're with somebody who cannot take responsibility for their action, that's a major red flag. Yeah. Mm. Major, major red flag. And I would actually love to see that person in therapy and be like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, what about this? Like, seriously, like, no, no, what about it? Like, makes you think that it's not your fault. Right. Like, what are you running from yeah. that you can't look this in the eye and say, you know what? This is my doing. Yeah. 
you're running from like what are you running from like what are you dealing with like why can't you look this because it's not a thing that you can say like oh i didn't know i did it like no everyone is telling you that this is your issue yeah what is going on that you can't accept that this is your issue and even for us like even if you're in a place where you feel like you have to defend and whatever like check yourself like okay why am i being so defensive is Mm -hmm. it because of how you talk to me is it because of what is being said like okay check that okay how can I respond better where I can still get my thoughts across? I can still be supported Mm -hmm. and I can still be myself in this moment. And I can still hold you accountable to your actions. Mm -hmm. And it just comes back back to the middle of the wheel of respect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel respected anyways from both parties, nothing is going to happen because you telling me that something is off. I feel like I have to defend myself because now I feel attacked Mm -hmm. because you don't even like me anyways. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. People don't realize that they, you can end up marrying someone you don't like mm. can you be friends with that person if yeah. there was no romantic or sex and yeah. en- or yeah. anything involved like yeah. take the sex out take the romance yeah. out or if they were the same sex as you <laughs> if you're, yeah if you're heterosexual you know? yeah would you still rock with them if like, you know yeah, yeah. yeah. and a death. lot yeah. of couples cannot say that because yeah. it when you meet that's where it is yeah that's that's where you can that's where you're making your connections mm-hmm. and to go a little deep bit deeper why are you so quick to connect to somebody sexually? Mm-hmm. Because that may be where you're deriving your value from. Right. From yeah. from having an intimate, uh, intimate romantic connection. That's probably even false. Yeah. Yeah. That's not even real. Right. So that moves us into our last. I know we gonna be here. We got, <laughs> I was like, we got five. Don't more get minutes. me started, church. <laughs> Mercy. Where's the, or- where's the organ? Where's the organ? Now today, sis. The last thing we gonna talk about is cooperation. Mercy, that's mm. the hardest. Huh? They put kids into that. Oh right. my lord. Yes. Yep. Yeah, we haven't even talked about kids. We're just talking about you and me right yes. now. Yes. You and me. So last is cooperation because I feel like once we've revealed that, hey, you need to work on this and you check yourself. Mm -hmm. Now we need to work together. We need to cooperate. And that means asking and not expecting, Mm. accepting Mm -hmm. change, mercy, making decisions together. Mm -hmm. Not you go out and spend (laughs) and dip off into the savings. And then come tell me what this is. Well, (laughs) actually, you didn't even tell me. I noticed from the statement. (laughs) What's that? What's that going on over there? Mercy. willing to compromise and win-win <laughs> resolutions to conflict and that's what we talked about earlier how yeah. we both felt yeah. like we were winning when yeah. we decided on you know the topic for today yeah. yeah but i want you to read that first one again okay asking and not expecting mm. if i could write a book on right. that that I takes would. more personal growth mercy because i feel like a lot of us in relationships we feel like they should know what we're yeah. thinking. They should know what we're feeling. They should just know. Yes. Like, you've been with me this long. You should know that if you're putting dishes in the dishwasher, you should rinse it first. Like, you should just know. Yeah. Or, like, you know, I'm out here pacing around in the room. You should know something is up. And he's just like, I just thought you were just trying to get your steps in. You didn't tell me anything. Like, you know, like, it's just this idea of, like, yeah. this. And it, you know, and granted, it's in this idea of like this person knows me more than anybody yeah. else, or this person should just know. You know, I feel like, um, like I feel, 
why I think like even personally as a therapist, I know like there's sometimes I have to check myself because I'm like, you know, I'm a therapist. You know, I overanalyze everything. <laughs> like you should just know, accept me at my, you know, like this is who I am. But then at the same time, like, but if they don't know that you overanalyze, like right. they're going to think like, why is this chick still thinking about this? Like that makes yeah. no sense. Like yeah. move on. And now I'm insulted. Are you telling me to move on? Because now you're telling me that my, my feelings are invalid. <laughs> I can't overanalyze. Like this is how I operate, <laughs> you know? And then now you're pissed and you're, you're not, you're packing your stuff. Yeah. And plus the food you bought for him and you're taking it home because you're like, you don't deserve to eat anything that I bought. And then you're just like, and then later I'm it's like. the Nigerian come out. Like, just put the accent with it and we're good. We're golden. And I'm like, what am I doing? And I think that alone kills so many relationships. Right. The idea of like, you should know. Yeah. Like you don't voice your opinions. You don't say like, actually in this moment, this is how I'm feeling. Or mm-hmm. actually I would appreciate if you didn't do this, you know, and you did this instead. Or even little things that people think we don't even, you know, even like returning, like I know this one couple, their biggest thing was they shared a car Mm -hmm. and every time he would use the car, whatever, he would never fill it up before the night and she would work in LA oh. and he could walk to work so he would use it to do errands whatever so she'll get up in the morning get in the car and see like I can't take a, you know a quarter tank to LA oh, and back so then and then it just became resentment yeah. which yeah. that kills relationships more than anything yeah. because you're not saying anything and just like okay I'm just gonna keep the I'm just gonna keep the tank at that point he should get it and he's just like oh there's no gas cool I'm just gonna walk again and so it's just like <laughs> and so she's just like boiling like i have given you Mm -hmm. so many signs that you should put gas in this tank and he's just like you know you gotta say you have to say exactly but But how many times have we done that what do do we do when we identify we didn't have this conversation (laughs) and they're still not doing it yeah over and over and over then it doesn't go back to respect i mean and then also you have to know that and then that's where the person's personality comes in for Mm -hmm. real right if you're with somebody you knew from dating him he was mad forgetful Mm -hmm. and then you're married and you're mad at him for being forgetful you played yourself Mm. because that is something that you saw signs of in the beginning and (laughs) really okay i mean go for it i have to disagree because go for it we can't stay in our childish ways forever Mm -hmm. and if you love yourself first Mm -hmm. and if you love this relationship Mm -hmm. that bad behavior mm-hmm. is going to have to move. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be the bad behavior mm-hmm. or me because eventually that attitude is of you should just, you knew me how this is how I was when you met me. Oh no. Attitude. Yeah. It, it, that, that does not, that's not, that doesn't make a conducive. That's real. Cooperative relationship. Yes. I know that's how you, how you rocked, mm-hmm. but we need to have some growth in this area. True. But my thing is I'm coming from the place of expectations. Right. right? I hear you. I like, hear you. And, but that's real. I, I feel like you. after having that conversation of like, okay, I know you're forgetful. What does it take for you to remember? Do you have to write a sign somewhere? Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you have to put in your phone, put mm-hmm. a reminder in your or phone? How can I help do you? Something. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's the win win thing. Like yeah. you get to a compromise where you're like, okay, you're mad forgetful, bet. How are we going to fix this though? Because yeah. I can't keep leaving the house with a quarter tank of gas yeah. because I'm not going to get anywhere. Right. They were going to have, have no money. Yeah, you, yeah, if have you don't have that. You yeah, say something first. But you, yeah, mm-hmm. but you have to also accept that this person that came in, this is what they came in with. You hope they evolve over time, but you also have to be realistic to what yeah. you agree to. Yeah, right. Right. If you can't be, you, I mean, you can't be in a relationship where you're like expecting something and then that's not what you signed up for. Right. Now you can work towards that, and yeah. you have to be like 
I mean, realistic you got, about right. it. You got to know what your non-negotiables yeah. are. But no, you should not tolerate behavior like that. That is yeah. very true. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. But you make it you work. Can't keep, you can't keep putting that in the on the table. You can't keep putting this is how I am. That's just how I am. Well, yeah. how you are is breaking us. Yeah. And it's actually yeah. affecting us now. Yeah. So what it's are you going to do work. about it? No. That's real. Okay, so then how you are can be over here. Yeah. And how I am going to be over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, away from each other. Yeah. 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 You're right. That's You're what right. it boils down to. So yeah. it's like, what do you want? Do you want to be how you are or you want this to work? Mm-hmm. You want to be right? Real. You want to be happy? What are we going to do? Yeah. You know? I mean, at the end of the day, if there's anything that I wish anyone took away from this, it's just like, be kind to yourself, be gentle yeah. to yourself, love yeah. yourself, yeah. and know that you deserve better than what you're setting yourself up for. Yes. yes. Amen. You yes. know, Amen. so... Awesome. Thank this you. Was so, so good. <laughs> so good. Yes. I'm so sad you have to go. I right. know. I'm sorry, I want to keep talking. I love it. We'll invite you back again. We will. Yes. Yes. We didn't mention it before. Sandra's getting ready to launch a yeah a YouTube. Oh yes. She and her colleague slash cohort Zipe, they are going to be uh, launching a YouTube channel called Is it God Sex God Love, love and Sex, sex. Mm-hmm. God Love and Sex and love so it. we'll post that on our on our Instagram when that Yay. gets ready for launch. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. Yes, but where can work? Where else can people find you, Sandra? Oh, mercy. <laughs> I'm working on that. Okay. I left okay. Facebook. Instagram is like not even a thing. Uh-huh. I'm just a, I'm just a doctor student trying to survive. I but mean, I should work on that because now I'm like, oh, you're getting ready to you're, you're moving. Know, you're moving yeah. to gotta let the I'm working on that, folks. Bear with me. Bear That's with right. Us. And when you get it, we'll shout you out. We, you know, we always do our queens. Yeah. Yes, that's right. You're on the pick. You're on yes. the list, boo. Uh huh. Now I'm blushing. You can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. These are fabulous so much. queens. Keep living the dream. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We're just trying to be like you. Girl. <laughs> Stop. Just trying to over here. I'm like, should I sign up for another class? <laughs> well, <laughs> give me another degree around here so I can sit at the queen's hey. table. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Wow, that was an incredible conversation we had with Sandra. And I bet you we could bring her to the table again. Yeah, maybe she has when, to come back. She, she has, was awesome. Yeah, maybe you have to meet her um, her co-host for yeah. her show, Zipay. Uh, I think they'll bring some very interesting perspective to our table as well. We're going to go ahead into the queen scene. The queen scene. And who do you want to, do you want to share with our cuties who is on our queen scene today? Oh, this is so awesome. (laughs) Today on our queen scene, we have the queen team. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! The queen team is showing up in the queen scene today. We are hosting our first ever live event uh, for our cuties. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what it is, Janisha? Yes. So we are having a red tent healing circle. Mm -hmm. We've talked a little bit about red tents, just touched on them and what they are in some of our previous episodes, but we want to host one here in our community. What is a red tent, really? A red tent, as we're looking at today, I'm going to talk about it in modern terms before we go back to the historical reference. But a red tent, as it stands today, is a space for women to come together to be seen, heard, and celebrated. That's as simple as it is. It's just a place to receive validation. And when we give women the space to be seen, heard, and celebrated, well, re- we are giving ourselves a space to be taken care of mm-hmm. and to take care of others. Yeah. 
And so it will be an evening event here in our area and with a limited amount of space. And there, it is a ticketed event, and we'll have that link in the Eventbrite. Sorry. And we'll have that information in our show notes. But historically, a red tent was a place where women, and we're talking historically during biblical times, um, where modern amenities weren't available, women who lived together, worked together, were in proximity together, would menstruate together. Their cycles would sync up, and they had a specific space called the red tent where they would go and menstruate during their cycle. And during that time, they would it'd be a time to relax from their regular duties, um, to be together, to nurture one another, to eat good food. Um, it's just a place where they would laugh, they would cry, they would share stories. And so our lives aren't quite like that today, even though we do a lot of fun collaborations, like make podcasts and stuff. Right. Um, it goes back to what I described earlier, just a space for people to be seen, heard, and celebrated. And we want to give that gift to our community here. The Red Tent Healing Circle is on June 9th, starting at 6 p.m. The tickets are only $10. That's it. We're going to have food for you here. Yes. Um, you need to bring your comfy clothes. We're going to be outside, so have a little bit of a blanket or a jacket if you run cold. And bring your favorite outdoor chair and just come to receive some love. That's yeah. all we want to do is just pour out on you guys and love on you guys. And we know that there's going to be some healing, some fun, some laughing. Mm-hmm. because Probably crying too. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of tears. And we're just going to love on you guys. So I hope to see you guys there. The tickets will be through Eventbrite. So we'll leave that linked below. Mm-hmm. We really hope you do, your cuties can join us. Like we said before, get your tickets quickly because our space is very limited. Um, these are intimate events. Yeah, it's intimate. And so because we're really trying to create a cohesive, safe space, uh, we're not going to be opening it up to a lot of people. Yeah. Because we want to be adding to the audience. We truly believe if you're supposed to be there, you will be there and sharing with us. Yes. So this is our invitation to extend to you. Yes. So thank you for joining us this week. Thank you for everyone who has been supporting us. Yes. Um, we appreciate the... The love, the comments, the likes, it keeps, it fuels our fire. I don't think we would stop if no one was feeling it. Right. But it helps us that you guys are feeling it and and moving forward. We want this to grow. So Mm -hmm. thank you for your love. Mm -hmm. And also thank you, Sandra, for joining us in the Queen's Chambers today. Cuties, you can find us on some of the things. We're not on all of the things, but you can find us on Instagram at the Queen Team Podcast, at our website at thequeenteampodcast.com. And drop us a line at thequeenteampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to continue the conversation. Hey, and also check out the Instagram post about adding songs to our Spotify list. This could make a feature or may not make a feature at our Healing Circle. We'd love to hear what your soundtrack is as you move into your queendom. So you can find me on Instagram at love to be you. And that's spelled L-U-V-T-O-B-E-Y-O-U. You can also find me on YouTube at the same handle, love to be you. Send me an email um, at love to be you at gmail.com. And I also have a support group. Yes. Um, for yes, for women who have been through emotionally abusive relationships, are going through a difficult breakup, or going through a divorce. So 
send me an email so that I can add you to that group. It is a secret group Mm -hmm. that you can only be find if you're invited. So thanks again, cuties. We love you and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Win, win, res- win, win, resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, a flood. I'm- <laughs>